This is 5-Minute Friday on how the world is awful and it's never been better. The world is much better than ever before. The world is also absolutely awful and could be much better. Over the past two centuries, life for humans on this planet has been improving. The COVID pandemic notwithstanding, this general improvement has accelerated dramatically in recent decades, a point that could be reinforced by examining data on lifespan, literacy, food availability, armed conflict, or violent crime, to name a broad handful of examples. To illustrate the perhaps initially paradoxical point that I used to open up this episode that the world is much better than ever before while simultaneously being absolutely awful, let's focus on one particularly tragic metric child mortality, that is, people who die before they turn five. Historians estimate that as recently as 200 years ago, 43% of children died before reaching their fifth birthday. To give you a sense of how recently this shocking statistic was the normal state of affairs, consider that the long-reigning British monarch, Queen Victoria, was born more than 200 years ago. Victoria is the great-great-grandmother of the current British monarch, Elizabeth II. This means that only four generations ago, nearly every other child on the planet died. In contrast, child mortality in today's most underdeveloped countries is around 10 to 13%. So about one in every 10 to one in every eight children are dying in places like Somalia, Chad, and Sierra Leone. The situation is absolutely terrible, but far better than nearly every other child dying just two centuries ago. Looking back even just 30 years to 1990, the country with the highest mortality rate was Niger, where one in three children were dying. Today, the figures a dramatically improved one in 12. As another example, the improvement in Liberia is equally dramatic, dropping by three quarters from 26% in 1990 to 7% today. On average, across all countries, today's global child mortality rate is 4%, less than one-tenth of the 43% child mortality rate around the time of Queen Victoria's birth. This means that 9 out of every 10 children that would have died 200 years ago now survive. Even relative to 1990, global child mortality has more than halved from 9% to 4%, meaning that one out of every two children that would have died just 30 years ago now survive. So, through the lens of child mortality, it is clear that the world is absolutely awful, but equally, it's never been anywhere near so good. Now for my final point, which is that the world could be much better. We could make projections about how medical technology could vastly increase longevity in the decades to come, but instead of using projections, Let's simply benchmark against child mortality in the world's most developed countries today. As examples, the lowest national mortality rates today are a fifth of 1%, so about 1 in every 500 children, in countries like Iceland and Slovenia. In large regions like the United States or the European Union, the mortality rate's a bit higher, at about half a percent, so about 1 in every 200 children die. But this is twice as good as in 1990 and two massive orders of magnitude better than the global average two centuries ago. Overall, averaging across the world's wealthiest nations, the child mortality rate is 0.4%, again one-tenth 
of the 4% mortality rate of the world's most impoverished nations, meaning again, that 9 out of every 10 children who die in places like Yemen, Turkmenistan, or Myanmar today would survive if they had access to the same resources, support, and technology of the wealthiest nations. So to summarize, in just a few generations, the global child mortality rate has plummeted from over 40% to 4%. The world has never been better. On the other hand, the world is awful and could be much better as over 5 million children born this year will die that would have survived if they'd been born in a better off nation. So not long ago, the child mortality rate was 40%. Today, it's an order of magnitude smaller, 4%. In less developed countries, and yet another order of magnitude smaller, 0.4% in the wealthiest nations. I hope this episode has brought some perspective to you on how lucky you are to be alive today as opposed to at any other time in history. But perhaps this episode has also inspired you to tilt your focus gently toward the opportunity that exists to vastly improve our current state of affairs further. If you'd like to read more about how the world is much better, the world is awful, and the world can be much better, check out the blog post of that name by Max Roser, a global development researcher at the University of Oxford and founder of OurWorldInData.org. Thanks to Benjamin Todd for pointing me in the direction of Max's post. All right, that's it for today's episode. Catch you on another round of the Super Data Science Show very soon.